Hello, and welcome to the Dis Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout. All October long, my guests and I will be talking about the Masters of Horror Collection, Season 1. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be spooked. Well, most of these movies aren't very good, so I don't think you'll get too, too spooked. But I hope you like the podcast. So thank you guys for joining me for another October uh, Masters of Horror edition of the Disc Dump. And today I'm joined by Terry. How you doing, Terry? I'm doing good tonight, Miles. Good. <laughs> so at this point, we're probably towards the end of October, if I had to guess. Even though we're recording this, is it still August when we're recording this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, we recorded these a bit out, but this one, because of the nature of the movie that we watched, I think this one's going to come towards the end because we'll chase everybody off with it if we put it in the beginning. Um, so what what, <laughs> what did we watch today, Terry? Imprint on Master of Tartar Season 1. It's like the 13th episode. Yeah, this is like the season finale of the first season, but it's uh, Takashi Miike is the director of this one, and... Um, so yeah do you want to like i guess we can kind of just go through the movie and describe what happens real quick and then we'll talk about it that's the best thing yeah so do you remember how the movie started yeah it was very slow had the people walking in the um in like they were all dirty going down the road they were homeless no 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 oh no the boat the boat it was the boat the guys in the boat were coming to a whore island. That's right, whore <laughs> island. Yes, <laughs> whore island. But on their way there, they saw a dead body. They didn't know who it was. Flipped over. It was a pregnant lady with red hair. Yes, it was a pregnant they come lady. Serious island, and oh my god, it just gets weird. It just gets weird. So this guy, I don't know if they ever named him. I just called him Mister Hat because he has a top hat on the whole movie. Um, Scrooge McDowell. Yeah, he he was a weird looking dude. He showed up, and all these prostitutes are in cages, like begging to get banged. And he comes up, and he sees a girl that's sitting in the back, and she does not want to necessarily get banged. He goes, "That's the one I want." And it turns out he's looking for his lost love of his life, who is named Komomo. 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 So he's looking Komomo. for Komomo. <laughs> And uh, the girl that he's speaking to has a fucked up face, so I called her Uggo, but in the script, her name is just Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, he sits down with her, and he talks to her, and asks what happened to my uh, my Komomo, and she tells him a really horrifying story. <laughs> so what happened? What, what was the story, Terry? Well... It was one of those difficult ones because he's just it's, – it's very blunt with him. Yes. But, like, he walks into a porch with a with the top hat and, like, a bot bag or whatever in his hand. He looks up mysteriously into the gaze, and there's a woman that was Japanese, oriental, red hair, very – I don't even know, man. She was sexy and <laughs> – I can see why. <laughs> yeah, I think just, all of them were dressed in like red and pink and had red and pink hair, except for like the it one was that ridiculous. was ugly. Yeah, it was ridiculous. 
There, there was some definitely good-looking women in that lineup. Um, so, yeah, he is looking for his woman, and this ugly prostitute lady with a deformed face says that her his basically describes that she was really nice to the crazy ugly lady and it ended up that Komomo got tortured pretty brutally for doing for something she didn't do so she got super tortured for something she didn't do and then to put her out of her misery uh this the deformed lady strangled her to death and the main dude Mr. Hat is like you're not telling me everything. Tell me everything. I have to know. And she's like, all right. And then she tells the story of her life and it gets real fucking crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So she just basically says that like through a lot of hemming and hawing and lying and then going back and revising her story, she admits that her parents were siblings and they used to bang and that's how she became somebody and her dad beat her mom pretty bad and ended up raping this girl with the ugly face and the girl with the ugly face turned out to have a conjoined twin that was just a hand and a face on the hand attached to the side of her head and that hand thing would tell her to do bad shit and she would go do bad shit and so she killed her dad and then it all turned out that like she was revealing this crazy hand thing to mr hat and uh then the movie took a turn in a direction that i still don't know if i understand exactly what happened but it got real weird so what did what do you think happened at the end terry because i still don't know if i get it like i don't know it's one of those confusing ones because like Kamomo died, but then, like, he kept seeing her. But what I think, he was in a mental trip the whole time from whatever's going on because, like, it took a turn to where, like, it started talking about that the, the emerald ring. And then it got backfired when he wanted to know what happened to Kamomo. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It tells a story, and it starts getting all <laughs> fucking twisted. And it has four different subplots in it. And I'm just like, what the And it's only an hour long. Like, on? they crammed so much story into one hour. They did. But the thing is, like, it's fucking brutal. Oh, my God. Because they, they fucking took Komomo and fucking... Oh, dude, they, I, I don't cringe at horror movies at all. It was rough. But when they took Komomo and fucking start, took the nail, you watched the nail get stabbed by that fucking yeah so what they did uh what they did was because they thought komomo stole a ring which by the way was clearly plastic um so because she stole this plastic ring but it was supposed to be some special ring so she supposedly stole it so what they did was they tortured her to try and get them to tell her to try and get komomo to tell them where the ring was so they took these bamboo nails and drove them into each one of her fingertips And she still didn't talk. So then they drove them into her gums. Like in her mouth. It was so nasty. It was so gross. And like. I I was eating. I was eating at the time. Dude. I was eating Taco Bell. (laughs) And did you finish (laughs) eating Taco Bell or did it discourage you? I I ate it. (laughs) Just 
very, very disturbed afterwards. I believe it, man. That was like the reason I never finished this movie until today. I've started it many times, but I never can make it past the torture. And I was like, you know who really loves gore? It's Terry. I'm going to get Terry to watch this one with me. (laughs) It wasn't even like, it wasn't gory in the aspect. I thought you're like, oh, this is something Terry would like. You kind of took me for a different turn than normal stuff I watch. And then it started getting interesting. I'm like, okay, okay. And then that the torture happened. I was like, yeah, I can deal with this. And then he started fucking putting those things through her nails. I was just like, I know what that feels like. Yeah, ah! That was the worst. Like, like it hurts. Like when you get a splinter fucking in the middle of there. Oh. Like I'm getting queasy still thinking about it. And I deal with blood and guts every day. Oh. And like for real, for real, like this movie grossed me out so bad. Like it was uh, like I'm. I'm wiggling my fingertips right now thinking about how horrible what we just saw was. So yeah, that was, that was rough. Obviously they use like a Silicon fake finger and stuff, but man, it looked real. It was, ugh, it was rough. So yeah, the, the end of the movie though, like after they torture and everything, he like, uh, Mr. Hat pulls out a gun and tries to shoot the little hand off of the crazy lady. Crazy lady has blue hair. So maybe instead of calling her Ugo, I'll just call her blue hair. Anyway, so he shoots blue hair in the head to try and shoot the hand <laughs> off her head. And it turns out it was Komomo and Komomo's brains fall out the back of her head and she dies. And he like goes to jail for killing Komomo. But Komomo was dead the whole time, but she wasn't dead because he shot her. And I do, he then is in jail and oh, and something we forgot to mention about the crazy blue haired lady was her mom was an abortionist. She's an orphan. Yeah, she's an orphan and her mom was an abortionist. So she was like ripping fetuses out the whole movie and just chucking them they in the river. They were not like little baby fetuses. They were fucking full on fledged fucking babies alive and shit. They were just thrown in the fucking river. Like with the umbilical no, cords and shit. Ugh, it was real gross. Like Ugh. a lot of dead babies in this movie. Like a lot of dead babies in this movie. <laughs> so like. If this movie came out today, there would be a protest about it. Probably. Yeah. Because it like, oh, it was so gross. So the very end of the movie, he's in jail, Mr. Hat, and they give him a bucket with a fetus in it. And then he looks at the fetus and he looks up and all of a sudden Komomo's behind him and the movie ends. Like, it was so strange. So, I did a little bit of digging on it, and I still don't think I understand it. But, so, I watch all the extras on these DVDs. It's just kind of what I do. And, um, so, it's based on a book, actually. That's one of the best-selling novels in Japan. It's called Bokiki Kyoiki. Boikiki Kyoiki. And, uh, it... (laughs) roughly translates to this is a scary story apparently so that's that's apparently what the name of it is this is a scary story and um the writer of that book said that it's it is and is not hell simultaneously where he is so the like it's a real place on earth that's whore island or whatever (laughs) why don't you go back home to whore island anyway (laughs) fucking anchorman but this is legit a thing is whore island um <laughs> so, let that down, uh, no, no i love that you put it that way that makes me so happy um so they're on <laughs> whore island and it was also hell so he was in hell like they were torturing him like demons would torture somebody who was in hell or whatever but at the same time when he pulled the trigger it was suddenly real and he killed Ko- komomo 
Is, am I calling her Kyoko or Komomo? She's Komomo is her it's name. It's Komomo. Komomo. It's K-O-M-O-O. Yes. No, that would be Komu. It's ko- <laughs> I know. I know. Komu. Komu. That's what she do, does during game from behind from all these guys. Komu. Yeah, the all the sex scenes in this movie were extremely unpleasant to watch. Like it was very rapey. They were. It was very. I didn't know how to feel about it. This whole movie was just so fucking uncomfortable. Did, was there any part of the movie that you particularly liked or disliked, other than you know, the torture? At first, the Buddhist. Like when I first when they first see the Buddhist, I thought he was trying to do a nice thing and teach her about heaven and hell. And then later on, when they start going through. Um, the blue-haired lady's fucking past. Turns out he actually raped her. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was, that was fucked. And, like, also, I'm no expert on Buddhism, but I'm pretty sure they don't believe in a traditional, like, heaven and hell, like, Judeo-Christian I don't, values. I thought they did either. Yeah, like, why was he... I guess, okay, so I was also watching the producers talking with the writers, and they said that they had to adapt some things so that an American audience would understand it. Maybe that's what they did, was they pretended that Buddhists believe in heaven and hell. Well, if you're into conspiracy theories and all the other bullshit, you would know that's not true. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That is not true, (laughs) is what you said. You know, but there is something like the spiritual presence in this movie was a little different like it it kind of felt like a psychological thriller in a way yes fucking with the guy's mind and that's where i got really confused at the end did he shoot kimomo or did he shoot the blue-haired lady which one yeah i think like they switched him out like the demons or whatever that are plaguing him switched him out because he went to jail for killing somebody and they didn't show the blue-haired lady again after he pulled the trigger it was just kimomo so yeah I don't know, like, it's, even in all of the, I watched the documentary, like, stuff that's on the DVD is actually longer than the movie, so I watched, like, I watched them teaching these Japanese people how to speak English and shit, but, like, they didn't explain the end of the movie at all, they didn't even hint that it needed explaining, and, yeah, that's, I don't know, it's, it's a real thinker, this movie. It's difficult to think. It's so fucked up and like cringy though. Like, ugh, the 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 torture was rough. You know, it. The rough part about the torture for me was like the whole needles and and like what was up with the incense? Putting the incense in their fucking arm. Oh yeah, that's the thing too because you can't just like easily put out incense. So they lit a bunch of incense. Blew all the, the ash off the top of it and stuck lit incense in her armpits. Yeah, that shit. It didn't look funny. At either. least she smelled good. <laughs> Ugh. She got permanent deodorant for a day. Yeah, and then she died the next day. I don't know if it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm. So, what did you think of the main actor guy? He's a real weird looking A, but what did you think of him? You know, I've seen him in another movie, and I don't know what. I know he's been in a couple others. You know, I felt the same way, so I looked him up, and his name was, is Billy Drago. And he's this lanky, like, guy with just completely unique features. He's a totally unique looking dude. And apparently he's friends with Chuck Norris, because if you look at his filmography... Most of them are 80s and 90s Chuck Norris movies. 
I probably didn't know someone won. <laughs> yeah. Did you, were you a fan of Chuck Norris when you were a kid at all? Like, did you watch Walker, Texas My Ranger? My grandpa used to watch Texas Ranger all the fucking time. I wonder if he was on that show because he's in so many Chuck Norris things. I think he might have been. Maybe the chief. I don't know. He just, he's so weird looking and he is a, a bad actor. He is not a good actor at all. <laughs> Do you remember when she when she told him Komomo was dead and he was just like, "Oh, dang it, Con Flabbit!" Yeah, <laughs> so bad. It was pretty bad. It was like I don't know, like he's just like, "No, no, <laughs> no, I don't want that. I need to sleep." How do you feel about like you know the whole that those people decide to be homeless and they lived in a poor part of land? Like, how did they even survive? And how did the guy even pay for the whiskey? Because I've never seen them bringing money, except for the abortions. Yeah, she was just yanking babies out. That was her whole job, was to kill babies. It's fucking weird, man. When I first saw that first baby, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I saw her put, bring out something. I was like, what the fuck is that? Is she an abortionist? Started seeing more babies. I was like, that's a little fucking weird. Yeah. And- I want to know how that little... Blue, how that blue hair girl grew fucking blue hair though. Never explained it. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about yeah. either. Hmm. Yeah, I just that whole this whole concept. I give them props for it, but it's like, have you ever seen Crazy Tomatoes? No, I don't think so. No way, not Crazy Tomatoes. Oh, what's that evil tomato movie? Oh, uh, my Killer Tomatoes. I think is what it was called. Something like that. Yeah, I think it is. And the fucking if you ever look at the front of this. It's that tomato with the big ass face. Mm-hmm. If you look at that and look at the fucking hand that came out of her face, just imagine that as a tomato. You think uh, that is probably what they look like? Because they made a cartoon out of the evil tomato movie too. I remember those. Tomatoes. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> did you know there's a movie called Killer Raccoons too? No. Takes Christmas or some shit. That's funny. Yeah, like. They're going up with anything these days. There's a movie that Bill Burr is in, and it's called Zombievers. And it's like evil zombie beavers that attack a bunch of campers. They're like Muppets. It's pretty funny, though. There's um, there's a zombie movie that's like a historical fucking... That's funny as shit. has Adam Diver and Bill Murray in it. Oh, I want to see that movie. Was it good? It's, is it The Dead Don't Die? Something like that. Yeah, fucking that movie's actually pretty funny. You see Selena Gomez get her head chopped off. Jesus. Don't spoil anymore. I like, want to see Selena that one. Gomez, Selena Gomez gets her head chopped off and he just brings it out too and looks it looks at everybody with it. Like I was just like, I love you guys and killing pop stars. It's great. Is there anything else you want to talk about with this movie? It's it's a hard one to really understand in one day. Yeah. I feel like I would need to watch it again just to understand it, but the like, it, where, it. but the one thing I do wonder is, where did everybody go after fucking, after um, they got off at Horror Island? Like, everyone disappeared. Yeah, I think that was like the fact that it's like heaven or not heaven. That's like real world and hell at the same time, because like. Everyone was back in the real world except for him, and he was in, like, hell at that point, I think. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to understand this. 
But yeah, this is this one's a weird one, folks. If you are watching this series, this one has some of the best reviews. I don't understand why. I don't understand why either. Yeah, it's not very good. Like it has a complex story, but that if that's all it has going for it, plus torture, like that doesn't work for me. There is a movie that's like that that I used to enjoy called Martyrs. That's just torture with an elaborate plot too. But that was just done better than this one was. I don't know. This was a rough movie. So if I was to say this is a reason to get rid of this box set, would you agree? Like if if all the movies were like this, you I don't think I'd want to own it. You know, if they aren't like this, like I have to watch more. That's just simple as that because a whole box set, you could find like treasures in the box set and never know yeah. what's really there. You may find one bad apple, but other than that, that's the best thing. Yeah, like just this figure out which one's the best ones and see which one wins over it. Yeah, this this box set definitely is like down to the wire. It's like 50-50. Most of there's no most of them. Half of them are good and half of them are bad. And if it's uh if it's more in favor of the bad than the good, I might just keep the good ones and get rid of the bad ones. So, yeah, exactly. I'm going to say this one's a check mark in the negative for this box set because i don't I, do. I don't think i'm gonna watch this watch movie it. again yeah i don't think i would either yeah this one's rough but i did learn some stuff about japan like all the act all of the whores in the movie except for the main one uh, i don't know if we should use that word but you get it all the whores in the movie except for the main one didn't speak english at all before this movie nobody except for the lead dude and the lead female knew how to speak english so it was, it was amazing that they were able to teach them the lines that they needed to learn. Like, it sounds so hard. If I had to learn a bunch of Spanish right now, I'd probably be okay. But if you were trying to get me to learn Japanese, there's no way that I could pull it off in a few weeks, suddenly know a bunch of words. I, I, I could not. Like, this one, yeah, this, this is bad. Yeah. So there was a funny moment Um, the uh, in the – whatever the the producer of the movie was like yeah the american audiences are just not going to recognize this girl like the only movies that i know of that she's doing and are coming to america there's one that i had never heard of and he goes the other one's called memoirs of a geisha it comes out next year like i don't think it's going to be a big hit but that would be the other place that you guys might know her from and then that movie turned out to be fucking huge but it was just funny that this took place before that movie came out so yeah that's pretty fucking hilarious. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was the producer. He was just like, yeah, maybe you'd know her from Memoirs of a Geisha when it comes out. Uh, she was just telling me about it. I don't know. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's but... funny as shit. But I do want to put out there, though, that um, the guy that created this, what was his name, Nick? Was it Nick or Mick? Uh, Takashi? Like the whole series that got everybody together. Oh, I don't know what that guy's name is. I know Gil Gilmore Del Toro's one of the one of the people in there, John Carpenter, like you said earlier, and I know those two are in it as directors. But could you imagine what it would be like if the horror directors of today, if James Wan got all the horror directors of today together to make one solid trilogy of the most horrific things in the world? That shit would bomb. You think it would bomb or be good? Be good. It would be good. I mean, that's basically what this is. Like most of these dudes are still making movies. They're not huge. Like they, all of these guys had one really big hit at least. But like, if we, 
if we did like new updated ones, that would be pretty cool. And James Wan would probably be the guy at the head of it for sure. Yeah. Or John Carpenter. The Conjuring was one of the best movies in the last 10 years. That really scared me. I mean, The Conjuring was good. I hated the Insidious movies. Oh my God. Those movies are so dumb. The first one was good. I like the concept. I haven't watched the second or third one yet. So there's a fourth one even now. Like, I just don't like get the it. last key or something. Yeah, something like that. Skeleton key. I don't know, but that's just bad movies. I don't like those ones. Annabelle movies were not my thing. Like the Conjuring one and the Conjuring two were awesome, but I didn't really care for like any of the other spinoffs or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's enough of that negativity. This movie is a negative, a bad check mark. This is a negative jack-o'-lantern. Uh, is there anything that you want the audience to know in two months when this gets released, like how to get a hold of you or anything, or are you just good? I'm still good with Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You know, I still have those. That's really about it. So do you want to just tell them how to get Halloween. Enjoy your Halloween day. I hope everybody does. That's, that's really it. Hail Satan. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for doing this with me, Terry. I appreciate it. You're welcome, man. Awesome. Well, uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Bye now. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the Masters of Horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at the discdump. On Instagram, discdumppodcast. Facebook, the discdump podcast page. Or you can join the discdump podcast fans group and start the discussion. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Have a googly Halloween.